Welcome to Behold, a podcast for women longing to live a life worthy of the call they have received. I'm Christy Horsch, and this is episode 60. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 60 of the podcast. I am Christy Horsch, and this is the Behold Podcast. I am so grateful that you have decided to join me today. What a blessing it is to be here. Today is our last episode before the summer break. I'm taking a little break for summer because we're having a baby, which is very exciting. And maybe when this episode comes out, the baby will already be here. We'll see. I will keep you updated on Facebook with that. But with summer, with the baby, or with with summer and the break for the baby, I won't be doing the weekly podcast and for a period of time. And I will be back in the fall. But in the meantime... Beckend will be opened. Beckend is the Behold monthly membership where you get access to all of the deep dive content. We have courses on weight loss, marriage, relationships, intimacy, um, time management, dreaming, goals, and so many more courses. Lots of courses that include video courses, workbooks to go through. We also have weekly group coaching The group coaching won't be live for a few weeks when the baby comes, but there will be new content each week to help work on different skills and different things that you want to deep dive into. We are doing a summer challenge that has daily, we have a separate community Facebook group for Beckend that has daily inspiration, daily motivation to help you be intentional all summer long in your thoughts. It's a beautiful group to be in. And if you're feeling like, man, I'm really going to miss Behold this summer, I would really encourage you to jump into Beckend. Now is the time. Okay, so today, today we're going to be talking about perfectionism and procrastination because these two things are actually often two sides of the same coin. So let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit. Come and fill our hearts. Help us to recognize who you are calling us to be. That you're not calling us to a life of perfectionism. You're calling us to follow you and to follow your will and to be the person you made us to be. That even though we have flaws, you're always there loving us, encouraging us, helping us to grow. Help us to recognize that we don't have to be who the world says we have to be. We only have to be who you call us to be. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Perfectionism and procrastination. You can probably, when I say those, you probably identify with one. But you might be surprised how many of you are experiencing both without even realizing it, especially if you're a procrastinator. But let's start with perfectionism. Perfectionism is a striving to be perfect. It's that longing to get it right, to do it well. Often a perfectionist will never be happy with their result because there's always room for improvement. And that space between perfection and their actual work even though it might be very small, it might as well be the Grand Canyon, 
for the way that their brain is treating it. Okay, oftentimes perfectionism is rooted in a lie that says that we will not be loved unless we are perfect. Maybe we won't be loved by others and we believe that their approval is what's most important. Maybe it means we can't we can love or accept ourselves because if we aren't perfect, then we must be lacking. Maybe it means we won't be loved by God because we haven't shown ourselves worthy. Of course, all of these are lies. You don't have to be perfect to be loved by others. The approval or disapproval of others does not change our value or worth. Just because we don't get it perfect doesn't mean we are lacking. And most importantly, God loves us so much, no matter what we do, because we belong to him. As I said, perfectionism is often rooted in lies. So as we learn to embrace truth, we often find ourselves putting down our perfectionist tendencies. There are several unfortunate side effects to perfectionism. One is that our, in our effort to be perfect, we often hide parts of our true or authentic self. When we're hiding things from others, it's often manipulative. We might, be, we might not be consciously trying to manipulate, but if we're trying to impress, to earn love and approval by presenting a perfect image, we are in fact trying to manipulate their perception of us in order to get the love and admiration that we've been craving. Oftentimes, when you do have a perfectionism success, others will praise you, even though they see the flaws, and you may appreciate and enjoy their praise, but you may also feel like a fraud. You want them to love you, but you feel like they only love the, the perfect you, not the everyday real you. And that hurts because you know you're called to be your authentic self, but you think that the people in your life will leave you if you show up as imperfect rather than perfect. This manipulation and the fallout that comes from it often leaves a perfectionist feeling lonely and misunderstood. They strive harder and harder to do it all and to be it all. Perfectionism is exhausting and very easy to burn out from. Interestingly, another side of perfectionism is procrastination. You might be saying, wait, wait, wait. I know I'm not a perfectionist because I procrastinate so much. But the question is, why do you procrastinate? Oftentimes, when you really dig into it, procrastinators will wait until the last moment to complete projects. And you might hear them say, I work best under pressure. I don't get any ideas until the final hour. But why is that? It's because the person is such a perfectionist that the idea of getting it wrong or not doing it perfectly is paralyzing. The pain over the idea of failure is so great that they would rather put off the project than get it done. Then once the final days or hours are upon them, the perfectionism snaps. It doesn't matter anymore if it's perfect because it has to be done and done now. And if it's bad, they have a really good excuse. Oh, I wrote that 20 page paper in five hours, so of course there'll be some typos. It's just good I was able to get it done. The pressure to be perfect switches with the pressure to get it done. So suddenly the brain is able to open up and get it done. When I first heard this, I was astonished because that's exactly what I would do. I would wait for the last minute because while I do feel the pressure to get it done, it isn't paralyzing the way the pressure to get it perfect is. 
So how do we move forward from the hold of perfectionism? We manage our minds, of course. We look for those lies that are telling us that we have to perform to earn love. We renounce those lies and turn them to truths. Then when we make a plan, for, then we can make a plan for our procrastination. If we know there's a big project, we can plan it out. We can take care of our future self by preparing and starting in a timely fashion. Back in our earlier episodes, we talk about building trust with ourselves, taking care of our future self, um, building trust with our past self. I encourage you to go back and listen towards the beginning of the episodes for more information on that. But we can add tasks to our calendar and become that woman of her word, that woman of integrity who follows through. We notice that the lies about perfectionism were driving our procrastination. So we can see that we actually can produce good work outside of the last hour if we just have the thoughts we need to get us there. Perfectionism and procrastination are like crutches that we're leaning on as if something is wrong with who God made us to be. He's the divine physician and he's calling you to lie down your crutches and walk and run, run in the light. But he's a gentleman and he won't make you put them down. We'll just ask if you're ready yet. And this can take time. But when we do start to put down perfectionism and procrastination and embrace that our worth doesn't lie in being perfect, but rather it lies in being his beloved daughter, then we grow one step closer to living our life worthy of the call we have received. I'm Christy Horsch. Thank you so much for joining me. As I said, this is going to be our last episode until fall. Keep um, watching for the next episode to come out when the fall comes. If you're not on our email list, you can join by clicking the link in the show notes so that you will get an email when new episodes start up again or join our Facebook group or Instagram. You can find us in either place where I will announce when new episodes are, are coming. And if you just feel like God is really calling me to go deeper into this work, to learn more, to not pause for the summer, but to keep going, then please check out Beckoned. We have so much to offer there. Like I said, there will be new content each week all summer long. I hope to see you there and to see how God will move in your life throughout the summer and throughout the time ahead. I will be praying for you during this break, and I hope that you'll pray for me as well. God bless. <laughs>